Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Teen Titans. Today we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 3, titled Betrothed. Uh, Yet another very, very good episode, continuing to uh, flesh out Starfire specifically uh, in a very fun, very intriguing, extremely compelling way. In the form of Starfire going back to Tamaran with the Titans in order to get married. Randomly. <laughs> Which, by the way, I absolutely adore that opening where Starfire's packing all of her things and the Titans are just looking on confused like, uh, Starfire, what are you doing? I'm going back to Tamaran. Okay. Why why are you taking all your stuff with you? Because I'm never coming back. Uh, why are you never coming back? Because I'm getting married. And the looks of shock on all the Titans' faces are just priceless. It is so wonderful and so hilarious. It's a great opening sequence. And oh my god, Robin's just disbelief and rage throughout like the first third of this episode. It's such a great running joke. Like, where Robin just keeps interrupting conversations with, You're getting married! (laughs) Get these little hilarious anime interstitials. At one point, he somehow goes out into the void of space just to, like, face-to-face look at Starfire and say, You're getting married to someone you've never even met! (laughs) Uh, it's, it's so funny. It's so, so great. Uh, but with that conceit, after a couple seasons of hearing a lot about Tamaran, we finally get to see it. And we get a look at the general aesthetic of the world, which is really, really nice. It's really, uh, pleasing, to look at. It looks really, really cool. It looks really awesome. And we get to learn a little bit about Tamaranian culture and Starfire's life there. Uh, we meet Galfor, Starfire's cartoonishly large and muscular nanny. Uh, <laughs> uh, we see alien dogs. We see these big Tamaranian banquets. Of course, we learn how arranged marriage is a thing, hence the entire conceit of this episode. Uh, we see how no one can tell 
Uh, what's a chair, what's a bed, and what's alive, in the words of Beast Boy. <laughs> um, we get all these little things, and, uh, eh, nothing else major. That's really it. I, I don't think we learn anything else of note, except for, uh, oh yeah, Starfire's a princess. Apparently, Starfire has been withholding the information the entire time that she is a princess and second in line for the throne of Tamaran. Um... Okay? <laughs> like, that reveal is handled... In such a perfect way, where it just casually dropped, oh, by the way, I'm a princess, and the Titans just freak out again for, like, the 15th time this episode. Like, oh, uh, what? <laughs> like, they cannot process all this at once. They cannot process everything at once. It is an insane amount of information. She's getting married to someone she's never met. Uh, she's leaving forever. Also, she's a freaking princess. And this all leads into Starfire's arc this episode, which is twofold. So, first off, we get Starfire sort of subtly dealing with some homesickness and sort of struggling to figure out, like, do I belong on Tamaran and do I belong on Earth? And that plays out very subtly throughout this episode, and it's very poetic, very well done, and it's a really, really great arc. Uh, but the thing that mostly drives Starfire throughout this episode is Starfire's dedication to doing what's best for Tamaran. She constantly says throughout this episode, I have to do what's best for Tamaran. I have to do what's best for Tamaran. Uh, I have to protect my home. I have to do what's best for it. Uh, and just sort of forgetting herself in service of what's best for her home world. That's why when she gets there and she sees that Blackfire has somehow taken over, uh, she gets the explanation, I got bored and took over Tamaran for kicks. And it's just like, well, I'm not really going to fight this. It would just throw everything into chaos. Uh, and then when she finds out her marriage is to someone that uh, is very undesirable, this little... Slugman, uh, Girdle Skletch, I think his name is. <laughs> and it's just disgusting and horrible and bad. She keeps going. She allows it to happen because Blackfire gives the explanation. Uh, so this dude is the leader of this giant armada that's attacking us. Uh, we saw... These alien ships attack the T-ship in this great dogfight sequence that is incredibly epic and well done, and I loved it. And if, if we do this marriage, then there will be peace and Tamaran will be safe, otherwise Tamaran will be completely wiped out. And so Starfire goes with it, even though she very much doesn't want to, <laughs> after seeing that this dude's literally a slug man... Because it's best for her planet. 
But then, of course, over the course of this episode, uh, we, in the midst of all this protest, particularly from Robin saying she can't do this, she can't do this, she can't do this, she can't do this, she can't do this. But while all this is happening, and Starfire is just not listening to any of it, the Titans find out, oh shit, that armada is remote controlled and completely fake. Also, this marriage is a sham, and it's all a giant ploy so that Blackfire can get this power amplifying gem so that she can be like completely invincible and rule Tamaran with an iron fist, uh, and no one can oppose her. We find that out when the Titans investigate this further, because they rightfully do not trust Blackfire, since, you know, the last time they saw her, she tried to get Starfire to take her place in prison. Their investigation, their investigation brings this up. And then Starfire immediately upon hearing this says, No, not playing this game, not doing this anymore. I'm done, like, no more. Uh, I challenge you for the crown. And we get this epic throwdown between Starfire and Blackfire. A power amplified Blackfire. And she does this not because she wants the crown, not because she wants to rule Tamaran, but because it is very clear Blackfire is only in it for herself. It is very clear that Blackfire does not give two shits about the Tamaranian people. So we get this epic battle sequence. We get this epic fight that's so brilliantly done, uh, so amazing, so exhilarating to watch. Uh, Starfire wins, takes the crown, banishes Blackfire, all of this very much to Robin's dismay because Starfire being Empress now means that she can't come back to Earth, but then we get our ending. Are phenomenal, phenomenal, brilliant, beautiful, poetic, amazing ending. Where Starfire says, Hey, so... I've only been thinking about Tamaran, but I haven't been thinking about me. And I really don't want this. My heart's not here. My heart's on Earth. That is where I belong. I don't want... To rule Tamaran. I don't want to be separated from my friends. I want to stay on Earth. I want to be a Teen Titan. So. Not only is this bad for me. But because my heart's not entirely here. It's also bad for Tamaran. So. I'm going to give up my title as Empress immediately. And give the crown. To my very large. Incredibly muscular nanny. Galfor. He's your emperor now. Peace out, bitches. And it's such a mature, amazing, well-thought-out decision on Starfire's part. Because 
she's right in all of this. Her thought process is perfect. Uh, she's been so consumed by her desire to do what's best for Tamran that she forgot to do what's best for her. And now, suddenly, she realizes all in one moment... Hold on. If this isn't best for me, and I'm the ruler of Tamaran, that means it's not best for Tamaran. So now, this entire episode I've been choosing between myself and Tamaran, I don't have to anymore. I can literally have my cake and eat it too. And so not only does she use this to her advantage, but she does sort of learn that she doesn't have to let... Her devotion to her homeworld. She doesn't have to let her devotion to her homeworld dictate her every action. She can be independent and she can operate as her own unit. She can be the tiniest bit selfish and do what she wants to do because it's best for her. To a healthy degree. And I love this final exchange of dialogue where Starfire's like, next time, I'm going to choose who I marry myself. Who knows? Perhaps there's a groom for me on Earth. And then there's this little wordless moment where Starfire flies over to the Titans, uh, walks away side by side with Robin, and Galfor just smiles. Like, kind of like he knows, like, yeah, those two are going to be a thing. Those two are gonna... They're gonna get it on. They're gonna have a future. Good for them. Uh, But yeah, this was a really, really great expansion of Starfire's character. And very well done. A nice little (laughs) fish out of water story for the Titans. uh, And a nice little evolution of the Starfire character. Uh, also love that we finally got to see Tamaran. We finally know uh, where the hell Starfire originated from. We finally get to see uh, the place that brought up Starfire to who we know today. Uh, but it was very, very good. And I really, really like this episode. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday, as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just to push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time, if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash ThomasClark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 4. Talk to you then.